It's time for an episode of the Social Spotlight on Small Business, the podcast where we highlight the hardworking men and women of small business, America's backbone. Did you know that chimney sweeps are still a thing? In fact, annual chimney inspections are actually required per the National Fire Protection Agency and chimney sweeps greatly reduce the chances of a chimney fire in your home. So keep your family safer by choosing the Ohio Chimney Company for all your chimney needs. They're a third generation family owned operation with over 40 years in business, Better Business Bureau accredited and licensed professional chimney service company. So visit their website today at www.ohiochimney.com and be sure to give the Ohio Chimney Company a like on Facebook today. Good evening to you folks. It's AB with Scoop Media Podcast with another one of our uh, members of our family of podcasts. Of course, we, we have the night shift and Scoop Media, Scoop Breaking News that we've ran for years. And now the one that I, again, as I said in an earlier show this afternoon, has become by far my favorite show to do. And it's a social spotlight on small business. If you've never listened to us before, uh, what we are is we are small business, uh, small business fans, the biggest ones in the world. We love small business. We love small business owners. You'll never hear big box stores or executives on my show because we like and root for the little guy like Rudy. Um, the social spotlight on small business, it spawned out of the COVID-19 lockdown last year. Um, a little bit of history about me. Um, I've been an internet marketer. I've done everything from freelance journalism to SEO work on websites, whatever could, whatever could get a business seen. So I was a conventional internet marketer for a number of years. And when the COVID uh, pandemic broke loose and we had to, to keep people safe and healthy, shut the businesses down, it made kind of the old way of internet marketing almost obsolete. It's starting to come back. But basically this show was a uh, COVID-19 adjustment. Um, I had been messing with podcasts for a few years, was a big podcast fan listener, um, and decided to launch this show to, as, as the economy came back and as businesses uh, started to reopen, I wanted to give businesses a vehicle to get their voice out there that's a little bit different than what they typically do, and that's podcasting. So um, we've been all over the place. We've been all over Ohio. Now we're spreading into Michigan, Indiana, West Virginia, but we're back again today in the great Buckeye State up in the northeast part of Ohio in Warren County, the greater Mahoney Valley. We have the, I like that. I had to throw that in on the commercial, the Ohio Chimney Company. And we've got Corey um, come on this evening to uh, discuss about the importance and um, the what chimney, how important hiring a professional chimney sweeper is. And that's the case, and I want to thank you for coming on, Corey. I appreciate you, man. Yeah, thanks for having me, Amy. Okay, well, um, as always, the, the show is about you, not about me. The listeners hear me talk plenty enough, so I'm going to back up, give you the floor, and let you tell everybody about your uh, third-generation business you got going on up there. Yeah, I appreciate it. So as, uh, as the world turns, we become more and more niche in everything that we do, and uh, uh, you talk about a lot of small businesses, and most construction companies are a smaller business. Uh, but ours, we specialize in chimneys all by itself, uh, whether it's fireplaces, wood burners, stainless steel liners, whether it's for a wood burner or a furnace or hot water tank even. Uh, and then we get into masonry as well with interior and exterior masonry work, repairs, rebuilds. Uh, and there's also quite a bit of other things that we do that deal with chimneys involved inside of that. So, you know... Uh, the first, the most important part of that, 
process is the inspection process. And it is actually required in the National Fire Code, uh, which is written by the NFPA, National Fire Protection Agency. They've got thousands of different standards that they write, but the one that we adhere to is uh, NFPA 211. I like to call it my chimney Bible. But uh, it requires an annual inspection. And with our trade, uh, it's actually quite quite interesting. For uh, for a long time, we did free, free estimates. And we stopped doing that about three years ago uh, because we started realizing how important it was to inspect the interior with how it can affect the exterior. Uh, whether it's a, a gas log system that's not venting right, uh, the exhaust can condense and cause problems and actually eat the chimney from the inside out uh, if it's not if the exhaust isn't venting out before it condenses. Uh, same thing with the furnace hot water tank. You can get circumstances there where uh, if it's not venting right, of course, you, the big concern is carbon monoxide. Uh, but the other concern that they're structural is that, that the sulfides in that exhaust will literally eat masonry from the inside out. Sure. So you've got more than one problem there. Um, I think I might have jumped the gun a little bit talking about what we do. Uh, I'd like to introduce myself a little bit. Uh, it kind of did it for me uh, on, a, on a light scale, but I'm very in a very fortunate place. I'm able to say that I'm third generation. That's not something I did myself, but uh, I was definitely raised up. Uh, nothing was handed to me. I had to earn everything. Uh, Dad... Uh, well, Grandpa started the business in 81. Uh, one of his neighbors had a chimney fire, and, and then he had a chimney fire when my, my dad and uncles and, and aunt were all really young, and nobody knew what to do about it back in the 80s. And the industry was very, very young, so uh, I almost feel like maybe we should start over here. Uh, <laughs> get a little bit more of an outline. No, go ahead. You're fine. No, give it. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah right, you're yeah. fine. Yeah, oh. yeah. Sure. So the chimney sweep industry began in the United States in the 1970s where people were putting wood burners in their fireplaces because fireplaces, they lose more heat than they create. And so you put a wood burner in it and now you've got this radiant box. And so uh, that was when my grandpa and his neighbor had chimney fires and nobody knew what to do about it. So my grandpa, he was working at Packard at the time. He decided, you know, I'm going to figure it out. So he went to some seminars and learn how to start laying brick, but he was working at Packard and then coming home and working the chimney business. And so he told my, my dad and uncles that, hey, if one of you don't take this over, then, you know, you're never gonna see me. So, right. of course, all my uncles have done it. My dad was the one that stuck with it long-term. He did it for 37 years. He was a Navy CB. Uh, he had his journeyman's card as a mason, and uh, he was also certified through the CSIA, uh, Chimney Safety Institute of America, for chimney sweeps. And he traveled all over the states to, uh, to learn about chimneys as well. And so my, my dad, he, uh, he raised me up to, to learn everything in the industry, from gas to wood burning to fireplaces to laying brick myself, and I'm still the head mason here at the, at the, uh, at the company. And... Uh, <sighs> There's really a lot to it. It's very, very interesting. 
Sure. So the wood burning, am I understand this correctly? The wood, the wood burning stoves, that was kind of what was the, the, the explosion of wood burning stoves because of energy. Is that, am I understanding there what you're saying correctly? Like in, during the energy crisis kind of spawned maybe a, I don't want to say a lesser product, but am I? <laughs> well, you know, that's, that's interesting. You know, so we, we actually call those today slammers. So they, it's basically just a, a metal box. There's a couple hundred companies that made these slammers and you would literally just take a fireplace and you would take one of these wood burning inserts and insert it, slam it into your fireplace. Really? Okay. And, <laughs> and, uh, and you would burn. And well, what they realized, um, pretty within within a decade, they you know uh, by the end of the '80s, they started coming out with stainless steel liners. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, my dad was actually at the very first UL testing for stainless steel liners for wood burners, which is pretty pretty fun. And, um, for me, it's fun for me. I think it's super interesting uh, the history behind it, but. Stainless steel liners weren't a thing until late 80s, early 90s. And so uh, you'd throw the slammer in, but they were realizing that these slammers were causing chimney fires. Right. So all, all creosote is, is unburned fuel. Okay? Just like water vapor can turn to water when it cools, mm-hmm. your smoke is going to turn to creosote. And so now uh, that is just unburned fuel. Okay, and it's a concentrated form of fuel. So your wood fire in a fireplace, or whatnot, your uh, wood burner, at ideal temperature for a wood burning, whether it's an insert or freestanding, is unit temperature of somewhere between 275 and 475 degrees. Okay. Your chimney fire, when creosote ignites, starts at 1100 degrees, upwards of 2200 degrees. So it's literally when creosote ignites, it, it can be like a bomb going off. It's like it's an accelerant, right? <clears throat> which is why it's important to one make sure that you have the inspection to make sure that you know you, you're getting creosote swept out if you need to sweep, or sure. uh, making sure that your your system is venting properly to get the cre- the smoke out before it can turn into creosote. Sure. But with these flammers, you've got uh, the, the anatomy of a fireplace is really interesting. Uh, most people aren't aware that, you know, you see where you burn a fire in a fireplace, we call it the firebox. There's an area above that we call the smoke chamber, and it's like an upside-down funnel. And there's a reason why it's designed that way. I could go into a lot of detail there. But uh, that funnels down, and then on top of the chamber, you have your flue tile or your liner system. In most places in the United States, it's flue tile or fireplace. Okay. So... What happens with a wood burner now, okay, is you shove a wood burner, if it's an insert, one of these slammers, and you now have like a small hole out the top of that unit that's some, some are rectangle, some are round. It averages out to around an eight-inch round liner uh, hole coming out of the top of that. Well, the smoke comes out of that and goes into the fire box, which is a big open area, and then some of that smoke might go up through the damper and into the chamber, which is a big open area. And then finally it gets to your liner system, which uh, most tile in the United States are uh, interior size is square. Mm-hmm. And most interior size is 10 by 10 on a, on a 12 by 12 flue tile. So if you've got an eight inch hole on your wood burner and your chimney liner system has a 
a 10 by 10, mm-hmm. you're already improperly sized. Right. Let alone having two big open chambers in between that. So the smoke will come out of that clamor and just wafe and sit in those in those open areas before mm-hmm. it gets the liner system. And you start getting what we call glazed creosote. It'll, it'll get shiny, it'll get thick, and you can't take it off um, with brushes, you can't scrape it off, you can't scratch it off, you have to use chemicals to get it off, and uh, there's, there's different products that are on the market, but that's the stuff that catches on fire and burns people's homes down. Sure. Flames shooting out of the top of the chimney like a, like a torch. Yeah. Uh, you can Google that, YouTube that all you want, and it's pretty terrifying. Sure. Um, a couple things to look for, like if you think, oh, maybe I had a chimney fire. Um, discoloration, uh, you'll, you'll get what we call, uh, uh, you'll get smoke stains on the outside of the chimney. It almost looks like rust stains, mm-hmm. but it's probably migrated creosote. Uh, sometimes you'll even see the migrated creosote on the face of the fireplace right above uh, the fireplace opening, or we call that like the lintel. Sure. Uh, uh, if you smell like a barbecue smell in your house uh, on a on a day that has maybe a higher barometric pressure, or when the, when the weather's changing, if you can smell the creosote or the barbecue smell, mm-hmm. you probably have third degree glades in your chimney, third degree creosote, and that that's the stuff you, we got to get that out of there. Sure. Sure. Uh, that's a big deal. And, and all the things that you're you're talking to here, which I find very interesting, I also find very interesting kind of almost like the history lesson as to what caused them some safety problems in America. That's why I was like, I find that interesting. I'm like, the energy crisis, mom. But you know, everybody tries to cut costs when there's a problem. It's the important, yeah. Yeah, and, you, and the, the importance... The importance you pointed out to me that I'd like you to make sure that you get to the listeners before we get off is like what the importance of hiring a, a chimney professional. Like a lot of people, um, they may make they may made they may make the mistake of you know they've got their handyman that did a great job on the tile floor. He did a great woodwork job. He put in doors for them, and they say, well, you know, I I think my chin, my chimney needs cleaned. And he says, oh, sure, I'll go ahead and take that. Very important to hire somebody who is an expert in the field, correct? That's, that's I mean, because with the codes and such, that's... Yeah, I think you're making a, an excellent point, is that uh, chimneys are a niche. And that's kind of what I started out with when I was, yeah. when, when you brought me on, is that um, masons, they know how to lay brick. They know the codes for footers and walls. They're fantastic. Most masons are much better masons than me, and they can do all the fancy stuff. Uh, roofers, they can, they're probably more talented than me than laying a roof any day, although I, I've done roofing quite a bit. I prefer to stick to chimneys, but but they don't know all the codes required for, for chimney work and masonry. Masons often don't know the codes for chimneys and the physics that goes behind it and, and the importance of flow. Um, and how to keep the moisture out of the top of the structure in, in a way that's going to do that long term. Sure. Uh, and then we also deal with H some HVAC and some plumbing issues because furnaces and hot water tanks get vented in the chimneys all the time. And unfortunately, my experience so far is that the HVAC guys and plumbers, they, they don't really know chimneys other than 
throw an aluminum liner down through a chimney to attach to what they're installing. And so uh, uh, there are plenty of guys out there with a truck and ladder and brush that will come out and they'll sweep your chimney. Uh, there's firefighters that uh, that will do that as a service even. Uh, but that certification is so important. My dad got that certification in the 90s. My uncle did too. And uh, I've learned so much from, from them. I thought I knew everything. And then a couple years ago, I went to go get my own certification. And I walked out in there thinking I knew everything because I've done it since I was a kid, third generation. And I walked out of there going, huh, <laughs> how about that? Yeah, right. And I right. came back and told Dad, like, hey, we need to change some things. There's, there's some changes in the industry. Yeah. And Dad said, you know what, you're right. And we made a bunch of changes because we want to make sure that we're keeping people safe. Sure, so sure. So someone's not going and getting their certifications and not going through the time, because it's not required to get a certification for chimney work. Right. And um, I think I think 47 out of 50 states, it's not required to have any kind of certification to do chimney work. But requiring your chimney guy to be a certified chimney guy is really an in everyone's best interest. Absolutely. Because we're literally dealing with fire yep. in your home, and we're literally dealing with carbon monoxide venting out of the house properly. Yep, yep. And when it, when it comes down to it, what you're dealing with is your family's safety. That's what you're playing with, and that's the important thing of this. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep, yep. Okay. Well, you said you did a, you know, you're up there, you're in Warren, you do a three or four county area. Why don't you tell the listeners out there what would be the best ways to get you if uh, you'd like them to come out and do a chimney inspection up your way? What, how do they get you? Yeah, absolutely. So um, the best thing is to call our office at 330-392-0555. Again, that's 330-392-0555. Um, our website, ohiochimney.com, nice and simple. Uh, we have a Facebook page. We're getting into some of the other social media things, so you can see the Instagrams and the and the other things. But uh, calling and scheduling that inspection—that's really step number one. Uh, depending on what county, there's, there's uh, we, we have to charge differently depending on what county you're in. Sure. But that training <clears throat> goes towards being completed if, if that happens to be what's needed at your house. Yep. Uh, sure. Okay. All right. Well, Corey, thanks for uh, taking time out of your, your schedule here and coming on yakking with me for a little bit, and we'll get your commercial that we worked on. Him and I have an inside joke on the first commercial cut that I can't say here on the air, but we got <laughs> You guys will hear a really nice commercial here coming out soon here this evening, so we'll just leave it at that. But, yeah. Hank, yeah, well, thank you. Know, <laughs> hashtag EB and hashtag OCC, hashtag GCE, and yep. we're going to have... Uh, <clears throat> I appreciate you know you reaching out to us and hey man no problem I love doing it and I lo- and like I told you before I love finding them niches these are these are the ones I I really enjoy doing so you uh, you have a great evening and uh, we'll be talking here real soon all right take care thanks Corey all right folks that'll wrap up another edition interesting one I thought especially with the mixed in history lesson there that we weren't expecting coming the Ohio Chimney Company up in Warren Ohio the Greater Mahoney Valley I may be and that's the scoop where it's always the night shift. 
Did you know that chimney sweeps are still a thing? In fact, annual chimney inspections are actually required per the National Fire Protection Agency and chimney sweeps greatly reduce the chances of a chimney fire in your home. So keep your family safer by choosing the Ohio Chimney Company for all your chimney needs. They are a third generation family owned operation with over 40 years in business, Better Business Bureau accredited and licensed professional chimney service company. So visit their website today at www.ohiochimney.com and be sure to give the Ohio Chimney Company a like on Facebook today.